0: Welcome to another edition of the Dean Legge Show. It's Sunday night. Georgia having an exciting uh, stretch of days here, starting with the Sugar Bowl victory over Baylor. Georgia will almost certainly be ranked number four in the final rankings when uh, those come out in a couple of w- well, in about a week and a, a day, and then the addition of two five-star players in a three-day period. Uh, uh, Keely Ringo, as well as Darnell Washington, and then some excitement from the basketball program. Georgia's ten and three now, uh, with a road win over Memphis, uh, a home over double overtime win over SMU. Uh, what some of us thought would start happening, which is uh, the talent would take over and start winning ball games, has. So that win over Memphis, the top ten team right now, will matter a lot when uh, it could, we get to the odds of March because this is a a basketball team that certainly has the appearance of an NCAA team, but they've got the rest of the SEC schedule to go, starting with Kentucky coming to town on Tuesday night. We're still waiting to hear about what uh, Jake Fromm's decision will be. Um, DeAndre Swift has decided to to leave and go to the NFL. I want to say real quick on DeAndre, you know, I, he earned a lot of points in my book for playing in that game and and he, he didn't play a lot in the Sugar Bowl but he stuck around he uh did the practices I get i'm I'm hoping he rehabbed some um and he got to participate in the uh, post game ceremony the the locker room stuff with guys like zamir James Cook guys he's played with for a long time so Deandre has um to me, uh it looks it's obvious to me that he's a, a top forty pick. So he should go first round or early second round, uh maybe maybe higher than, than that. But in the grand scheme of things, he is certainly going to be a high draft pick. He didn't have to um wait it out and uh turn pro on the third, I think it was. There was some erroneous reporting in December about him leaving early. Uh, And I'm I'm sure that aggravated him, but nonetheless, um, this was certainly his plan the whole time. It wasn't surprising to any reporter or any probably fan that DeAndre decided to to leave and go pro. But you know, I I just think that that's the way you close things out uh, in your in your final season at Georgia. Is you you know you go to the bowl game, you participate even if you're hurt in a lot of the activities. Uh and then you you play sparingly in, in DeAndre's case. So Richard LeCount has indicated that he's coming back. He said as such. Malik Herring, the same thing. So the the guy kinda we're waiting to hear from is Jake Fromm. Uh my suspicion is that he will announce that he's coming back, but I don't think there's a lot of certainty there, um with Jake. Um I don't it sure doesn't seem like he's a first round draft pick. Um you know and there's a, there's a couple of different different reasons why. I mean, one one thing that's going on is that the Dolphins are picking in the first ten picks. That's where they'll get their quarterback. And then they have two other picks uh, in the first round of the draft. Well, they're not going to pick two quarterbacks. So almost ten percent of your draft picks in the first draft in the first round are picked. You know, with a team that's going to pick a got a position that's that you play, but that's not you. All that means is that your likelihood of getting picked is, is lower. I mean, when you look at the teams that need a quarterback, there's only about five of them, really. Um, and you can go read what I wrote earlier today. I'll put a link in the in the description in the bio. But it doesn't really make it easy for those teams. Uh, it doesn't make it easier for Jake to go in the first round. So once you're not in the first round, then it becomes a thing of, you know, are you sure you want to leave? So that's that's really the question. Um uh, surrounding Fromm. Now, if you don't have from and you head into the next season, maybe you adjust your expectations. If you do have Fromm, uh, I don't think there's really lim- any limit on what Georgia can do. My suspicion, my suspicion is that he will come back for his final season at Georgia. We'll just, we'll just see. That's a tough group to get close to, um, as I've uh, found out. I mean, it's, it's hard. I think this time a year, a year ago, uh, Jake would have left to go to the NFL, but. Um, you know there was there was a stretch of time uh during the season where he had a rough go and a lot of it had to do with the receivers that he he didn't have so we'll we'll just see what happens with Jake i mean i, I think either way if you get a good quarterback a serviceable quarterback uh no matter if uh, no matter who the person's name what the person's name is you know you can still win the league and take it from there we've seen that with transfer quarterbacks left and right uh whether you start talking about joe burrow um. Uh, obviously, Justin Fields, a former Georgia quarterback, and then uh, the former Alabama quarterback J- uh, Jalen Hurts. Three of the four uh, college football playoff quarterbacks have are transfers. So, uh, and then the season before that, it was a true freshman that won the national championship. So we've seen true freshmen get to the playoff with Jake Fromm and and uh, uh, obviously two of winning it as a true freshman behind Jalen. Uh, and then Trevor a season ago. There's there's any different number of ways to win a national championship, win the conference championship. Uh, George is going to come return a, a defense the likes of which the school has not seen very often. So this is going to be a heck of a defense coming into 2020. I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time writing checks and, and uh, uh, writing um, the date as usual. That's such a strange thing to start a decade for sure. But going into the 2020 season, so that's the big thing, and then of course you know Georgia is coming perilously close to signing the number one recruiting class again. Um, they could add uh, as low or as as low as a five-star player, or maybe a couple of threes, and they would have the consensus number one uh, class in the country. They're going to add players. They're not going to sit still where they're at. They only got like 20 commitments, so it's not where they're going to stay. That's another thing to keep watch of. But this has been a big week for the dogs. I mean, again. The school has only won five Sugar Bowls in history. Big deal. The school had—I mean, you don't sign or you don't sign five-star kids every single day. That happened twice. That it was announced. It happened twice in the last uh, in, a, in a 48-hour period. And then, uh, in addition to that, Georgia hasn't beaten a top-10 team in almost a decade in basketball. I mean, a decade of futility. A decade of, you know, wondering about the bubble. I don't think we're going to be in that position. When we're sitting there watching the NCAA tournament coming into the fall, into March, I, th- I expect Georgia to play in it. At this second, I expect them to play in it. The other thing is, the SEC gives Georgia's basketball the capability to goof up a little bit. I mean, you still have Auburn, Kentucky. Those are quality teams, high-ranked teams. If Georgia beats Kentucky on Tuesday night, which I think they've got a pretty good shot of doing... They're well on their way uh, to getting to the NCAA tournament, and that would be a market improvement for uh, in uh, Tom Crean's first year, or excuse me, second year as head coach. Stay tuned to DogPost DAWGPST uh, I'm going to link some recruiting stuff up at the corner up here. Make sure to check that out, and make sure to click to subscribe. Thanks for watching.